0: This is the High School Football Coaches Podcast by Max Preps, Episode 4. And we thank you for joining us on the High School Football Coaches Podcast. I am Steve Montoya, and on this podcast, we have Jake Plummer as our guest, and that name may ring a bell because he was a former NFL player, most known for his days with the Denver Broncos. He played for Arizona State, but his glory days are from Capital High School in Boise. We're going to talk about uh, what his high school coach, Meant to him and what he's up to now. He's got a product that helps coaches out there. So here we go. We got Jake Plummer. All right. Well, uh, Jake, thanks so much for taking time out of your day to join us here on the High School Football Coaches Podcast. And and we're gonna get into what you're currently doing as a Executive VP with Ready List Pro here in a minute. But I want I want to jump back a little bit. Maybe you don't get asked this quite often, but I want to go back to your days and in Boise, Idaho, playing for Capitol High School and and what you remember um, being a teenager and playing high school football and some of the memories you had back in back in Boise.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, thanks for asking me about that. Not often do I get to, you know, walk down memory lane and think about really where I started playing real football. You know, I mean, I, as a youngster, I begged my mom, to play uh, pop warner optimist we called it back in boise uh my, my argument was i'm i'll be safer mom if i have pads on because we're playing at recess anyway playing tackle so she eventually <laughs> let me put the pads on and play play optimist football in uh about the fifth grade so you know the, the journey from there to high school was really about just playing ball and kind of learning who you are and seeing if you're tough enough to to play and When I got to high school, that's when the real, you know, coaching and and actual uh, football became um, kind of a a way to, you know, obviously play another sport, but it started to, you know, materialize as a chance for me to possibly get a scholarship. So football got a little bit more important, but not as much as as some people make it nowadays. Um, I can remember as a sophomore playing on the sophomore team, uh, we didn't have the greatest team and we played a team in Nampa. Uh, who had a kid named Rob Morris, who played in the NFL for a while. And uh, not often do two kids from Boise area get, get to the pros, but back then in the ninth grade, he was a beast. I think I went two of 11, and those two completions were interception pick sixes. So <laughs> I was horrible that day. I got hit a number of times. I got sacked a ton of times. I just got beat up like you wouldn't believe. I made a few plays here and there, but it was really – uh, our o-line couldn't block and, and football was was tough at the moment so you speak of high school and high school coaches and and people that have really made an impact in my life and, and one of them is steve bogle who was our head coach there at capitol high he coached there oh man over 30 years actually had a chance to play in the pros uh coming out of boise state so he knew what he was doing when he pulled me up to varsity as a sophomore even though i wasn't going to play a quarterback his reasoning in you know retrospect down the road was that to pull me up off the sophomore team so that I didn't start hating football because I was getting beat up so he knew if I got beat up I was either going to get hurt and stop playing or just hate playing so he pulled me up to the varsity it was great i got to play receiver in practice and scout team even got into the game at received into a few games at receiver and had some mop up duty as a as a backup quarterback uh, and spotty, you know, spots throughout the games, uh, during the season. But that was really when I got vaulted up to real deal football. I was on the varsity as a sophomore and thanks to coach Vogel, he saved me from, you know, what could have been d- d- disaster staying on the sophomore team. And it was fun to get up there with the varsity kids and, and show them that I could hang and compete. And also to be coached by another great coach, Tom Swindell, who our, was our offensive coordinator uh, it was a lot of fun uh, to be on varsity as a sophomore.
0: Yeah no that's awesome and and a lot of times when we talk to former professional players they you know it's the glory days and they actually say high school is is kind of the glory days even though they they ended up being professional players and and getting to the highest level but when they get to look back at at high school and their high school coaches, what kind of impact that actually had on their lives as they progressed through their career. It's amazing uh, just what high school coaches can do to young men and young women out there playing sports.
1: Yeah, it's really remarkable. The, you know, you'd like to, I'd like to think everybody that played played football uh, got to have the kind of coach that I, I had and coach Vogel and Swindell and, and numerous other coaches on the staff that were really into our best, you know, our best interest was at their heart. You know, they coached us not to fit us in their schemes or their box or try to turn us into the players they thought we should be. They took our skill sets. They took what we did really well, and they put us in position to succeed. And whether that was r- lining up in wing T because we had big fullbacks and running backs and big linemen, or if that was spreading us out and utilizing our, our quickness and speed and, and, and that sort of thing, we had I had – the 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 privilege of having some really really good coaches that had our best interest at heart Uh, you know my junior year we won the state title which was Mm. just a great season I mean we had some amazing athletes one of the best football players I've ever even played football with his name was Adam Alanese he played defense and offense scored five TDs in the state championship game was just a smooth amazing athlete Uh, fun to watch fun to be on the same field with But that was really fun, winning a state title as a junior. Our senior year, we lost by one point in the final, went for the extra point to tie it, and we missed the extra point. Oh, man. (laughs) You know, my coach, I still – I talked to him just last week. You know, I keep in touch with Vogel all the time. We talk quite often, and I see him when I'm in Boise. But that it seems to always come up, you know, the glory days. You're right. I mean, that was really – you're playing ball. You're going to school. You're a high school athlete. You, you're you know you're balancing life and and girlfriends and homework and just growing up and becoming who you are as a person and learning a lot about yourself. And then you got sports to throw into that and time management and you know we were I was really lucky at Capitol High in Boise, Idaho, to be an Eagle and to really have a lot of great coaches that maybe they weren't as knowledgeable as some other coaches, but they made it fun for us. They made the, the practice Uh, enjoyable at times Uh, you know I could think to some basketball practices I had that were not that enjoyable because our coach was a hard hard working grinder but now thinking back I think how lucky I was to learn how to work hard to learn how to tell my my mind have the power in my mind to tell my feet you know no you're not tired I'm ready to go I'm going to shut the baseline off if that guy goes baseline I got to stop him so had some great coaches that really taught me how to uh, evolve in the leadership position to, to be who I was, to be you, myself, don't change who you are, be the leader that I was, and they gave me that freedom to go out there and, and lead the teams that I was on, and we had a lot of success, so it was a lot of fun, and I feel looking back on those glory days is always a great memory.
0: Yeah, and the, you know, the recruiting world now is a lot different than when you went through it, but I, I read a story about how they, uh, uh, well, Arizona State had to come through the snow to come find you. <laughs> how, how, uh, how much of a role did your coach play in just your recruiting process and helping you make the decision to ultimately land at where you landed?
1: You know, I, I found out after the fact uh, that Coach Vogel, this was back before huddle, before the sharing of video content became, you know, as easy as pushing a button. You know, he sent out VHS tapes to every single coach in every single school that asked for highlights or for game tape of me in high school. And I did not know this. So before my junior before my senior year, I went to the Stanford quarterback receiver camp. I really wanted to play for Bill Walsh. I really thought I was, you know, Joe Montana was my guy. I was going to be the next one. And I was excited to to possibly be a Stanford Cardinal. So going to that camp really was the chance for me to get out in front of these other California athletes, these big athletes from these big schools, and prove that I could hang. So I did that, and that got my name out. So a lot of coaches were inquiring for information. And my coach, I did not know this, but he sent out VHS tapes to hundreds of schools that were interested. So, you know, a big hug to him after I found that out because, you know, ASU being one of those schools that was highly interested, they had a lot of guys on their staff. Bobby Petrino, Danny Cazzetto that had coached at University of Idaho. So they were always aware of kind of what was happening in that little Northwest pocket there and aware of Idaho athletes. And maybe they weren't all d one, but there were some that came through and me being one of those athletes they saw potential in. And they were the first call that was made that I uh, answered. I was asleep, my mom answered the phone, but uh, whenever the day was was June 1st or July 1st, whatever was the first day they could call you, Arizona State woke me up early on one of the summer day, sleep-in days and and offered me a full ride scholarship, and uh, you know all in all that's really why I went to ASU. That, along with, as you mentioned that that uh, snowstorm story where Bruce Snyder <laughs> he ruined a pair of floor shine shoes. <laughs> yeah, back that's in the it. day I didn't yeah. know what that meant. Like what well, you <laughs> shine floor shine? You shine shine floors with your shoes, but I was way off, man. I didn't know what that was patent yeah. leathers, you know, or anything like that. I didn't know what the heck he was talking about, but he looked me in the eye in my in, in my living room there in Boise, Idaho, and he told me, and you know, Coach Vogel was sitting there also. My mom, I think my brothers were there, uh, you know, and said, "Hey, if you come to Arizona State, we feel we'll have a shot at a national title in your time there." And he was the only coach that said that. So for me, you know, going to another school that had been there or a big school that had a long line and history of, 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 guys coming through it was intriguing, but more intriguing and more my style was to go somewhere like Arizona state where I'd never really heard anything about them. Uh, you know, the only thing I'd heard about them was Jay Bradley got sent home in the fifth grade for wearing a sun devil's shirt. Cause the teacher said, we can't wear that stuff in school. It says the devil. So he had <laughs> to go home and change his shirt. So that's all I knew about Arizona state Yeah, and, uh, going there with that, that, what bruce snyder told me that was really the difference maker and then being the first team that that offered me a full ride scholarship on the very first day of, of offers ultimately that was why i went to arizona state and again got coached by some amazing coaches there also from the world of sonic the hedgehog a new hero arrives i am ready there anyone stronger? No. Cut. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And, and as we transition now, and, and our, our podcast is aimed to, to help coaches uh, build a better program, you, you know, help them win, learn learn new things in the space. And and now you're an executive VP with Ready List Pro. Uh, why don't we jump into that and, and uh, let you give a little breakdown of, of what it is and and how it could help coaches I know it, it you guys have it at the NFL level college level but now even high school in the youth space so if you don't mind yeah. just kind of breaking breaking it all down for us
1: yeah you know you say ready list pro that's our first that was our very first version you know our our idea behind this it it sprouted from my boss and the ceo chad freehoff who played at the colorado school of mines and was the d2 player of the year he won the heisman Mm -hmm. for the division two the mines and was a great player um he went on went on to pursue an nfl and professional career nine teams in seven years uh being thrown a big thick playbook said here go learn this and him being a a engineer, a graduate from a hard, hard school to even get to, let alone graduate from, he knew how to study, he knew what it took to learn something, and even he was struggling. So that's where this whole concept was birthed, was him having to struggle to try to learn these big, thick playbooks. It's all terms, it's all words, it's all nomenclature. It's really the same thing across the, the board, school to school, team to team, there's no secrets as to offensive football plays, it's just the terminology changes. So he started thinking about a better way to, to study by utilizing multiple learning styles, uh, auditory, visual, tactile learning. We've even gotten on our, our uh, software competitive learning where you're scored, your scores can be compared to your teammates, so you wanna get better when your teammates are doing better than you, you wanna get better. Uh, Back to what I was saying, though, about developing this was that the Rosetta Stone for a foreign language was what he kind of based his first concept off of was was a a way to study and study as much as you want uh, in multiple facets, whether that's seeing the signal of the play and having to study that play or seeing hearing the quarterback call the play and have to know the play, uh, moving guys around to get in their formations. That's tactile learning, which ups your retention rates tremendously you know we we put those all into one study tool but on the back end created a testing formula that randomizes the playbook and tests you immediately so when you spend a 20-minute uh, study in your plays you can go and get tested right away and then know exactly what you retained and what you need to study more on and, and the great thing is your coaches will know this also they will be able to be able to take what you know and maybe not spend time on a walkthrough or practice going over that. Instead, they'll go target practice, make more efficient practice use of their practice time just to, you know, run through the plays that the team is struggling on. So we started out creating this for a player, but as we went to more conventions and more conferences, we realized that coaches really need this tool just to get organized, to get their playbooks uh, all in one spot and, didn't have that ability to test the kids to see where they stand. So, it's been a fun process trying to you know get the pro model and the, the concept in front of as many pro coaches as we could. You know Hugh Jackson, uh, Adam Gase, you know numerous offensive coordinators that I had connections with through my career, uh, showing them our concept, getting it in at the that the Senior Bowl, having it used with Bobby Petrino at the Louisville Cardinals, and then Adam Gase using it last offseason with the pro players. It really proved we've got a tool that can span across the pros all the way down to the youth. And uh, now we have a youth app with a preloaded playbook. So the, you know, that dad that's now the OC or the head coach of his uh, youth league team that his son's on, he no longer needs to go search the internet and try to find some plays to run. We provided that tool for you in a very affordable package that allows you to have a playbook to push it out to your kids across any device to go offline and even bring it out to practice. Um, you know, we feel we got something that's going to help help these kids enjoy the game and raise their IQ levels, maybe uh, play faster, which I believe he leaves you less prone to injury. And then I think we're going to save a lot of time. We're going to save coaches time. We're going to save a lot of parents time and the players when they're out there at practice, you can, you know, you can work on beating your opponent rather than, telling little Timmy where to line up and what route he has you know this tool hopefully will provide that that teaching that the kids need to go out and and, and ex- excel on the field
0: yeah it sounds like uh, making practices a lot more productive is a key to what you guys are doing and I recall playing we could, you could spend 30 minutes telling you know two kids what to do and there goes 30 ah. minutes of your practice so if, if you're a youth coach or a, or a high school coach interested in, in learning more, uh, what do you suggest would be uh, first steps for coaches out there?
1: Yeah, you know, there's our, our website. Uh, you said ReadyList Pro. Like I said, that was our first concept, but ReadyList Sports is our website, ReadyListSports.com. You can go on there, and there's a tab for to see how it works. to to get a demo and some pricing to also go there's a tab at the top that says ready list youth so that differentiates between our high school version and our youth version uh you know our our high school version is is near completion We're, we're hoping for a launch on april 1st so we've been getting some inroads with some local coaches here and in arizona idaho all the places that i i got a lot of connections and meanwhile we're, we're gearing up continuing to develop our college and pro model which we know there's a use for a lot of coaches are excited for us to get that done so like you just said you save time you you know where your players stand there's no more hoping kids are accountable when you send them off with their study books or their study tool here they can study when they take that test and hit submit the coach gets it in his inbox so he knows hey these guys are ready they're, they're studying hard they're they know their stuff. Let's go, uh, you know, strategize now on wh- on how to beat our opponent, or you know how to make sure that our slot receiver knows how to run a slant versus an inside technique. Instead of getting them lined up there and telling them what he has, let's start working on the game and the intricacies involved in how to be a better team and how to make the game more fun and enjoyable by succeeding out on the field.
0: Yeah. Uh, and to everybody listening out there, we'll make sure we have links and, and where we post this and on our YouTube channel and everything else, we'll make sure that we got everything linked up so you can go right away to uh, Ready List Sports to, to find everything that Jake's talking about. Uh, Jake, we really appreciate your time, uh, taking time out of your day to relive some of your glory days and, and break down a little bit about what you guys are doing to help coaches and teams out there. So uh, we're really appreciative uh, that you came on the high school football coaches podcast with us.
1: Hey, you know, Steve, the pleasure is all mine. I appreciate the the time to rekindle some uh, old memories of my glory days as a high school athlete. When I was, I think I was weighing a smooth one sixty back in high school, (laughs) and uh, you know, had to get bigger when I got to the to college. But you know, the the coaches in my life, I've been blessed with some great coaches that. You know, they they go find tools like the ready list or they go do that extra little bit to help me have success. So the coaches listening out there, you know, keep doing that for your kids. There's a small moment for them to play high school sports. And uh, the more enjoyable you can make that win or lose, you know, the life lessons we take are so important, uh, you know, from high school sports. So thanks for the opportunity. Um, and listeners, follow us on on Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook. All of that, Ready List Sports. You can find us and uh, appreciate the opportunity.
0: All right, that's Jake Plummer. Everyone, thanks so much.
1: Right on. Thanks, guys. Have a good day.
0: And again, we thank Jake Plummer for joining us here. Lots of good stuff going on with what he's doing with Ready List, and it was great to just listen to him talk about how important his high school coach was growing up and. Although he made it to the NFL, played a long time in the NFL, his glory days are when he played high school football. We thank you for joining us on the High School Football Coaches Podcast. Remember, we're on iTunes, we're on YouTube, we're on MaxPreps, we're on everywhere. Wherever you think you can listen to this or watch it, we're there. Find us. (laughs) We got a lot of good stuff and we got much more coming your way. I'm Steve Montoya. Thanks for listening or watching.
1: Now streaming on Paramount+.
0: Cal Fire's coming to you!
1: It's every episode of the CBS original Fire Country. This is a high-complexity rescue with a low chance of success.
0: Follow the rules. Then you shave another day off your sentence.
1: Critics call it explosive and pure entertainment. I'm a fella. I'm not fit to be anything else.
0: You're not an inmate. You're a firefighter.
1: Bring it on. Fire Country returns CBS fall. So catch up now. All episodes streaming on Paramount+. Plus.